What is up, college football fans? Tim J. Newsom back here with a little week four in review podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed the first kind of legit weekend of college football with the SEC back in play. I know I did. It's an exciting weekend. Uh, shout out to my boy, Hoke Smith. Uh, he t- uh, described this weekend as Christmas in September, and I could not agree with him more. Shout out to the Vestevi Hills left tackle number 74. Be looking out for him to have a big game against Thompson this week. But now to college football. So let's start here with our top talk. Um, exciting news uh, from before the weekend. Uh, all of our guys are back together. The Pac-12, Mountain West, and MAC have all decided they're going to play. Uh, finally, uh, we have all the conferences back in. We will have them all back in uh, by the first week in November. November 4th, the MAC sets their six-game season up uh, late October uh, Mountain West, Pac-12, going to get going. So some exciting stuff, uh, knowing that we'll have all of our friends back with us. But let's get to the actual action this week. Uh, how about some upsets for the week? Um, biggest one, I think, we all saw, the defending champs LSU going down to Mike Leach's Mississippi State Bulldogs. Um, a fantastic showing there um, from the Bulldogs, especially KJ Costello. We'll get to him in a second. Um, also... Uh, the Oklahoma Sooners, um, obviously they're always got a lot of talent, always really hyped up for you know how good they're going to be. They usually are pretty good, um, but not when they blow 21-point leads to Kansas State, who lost to Arkansas State two weeks ago. Um, that's a little embarrassing for Oklahoma. That was embarrassing, obviously, for Kansas State to lose to Arkansas State, but hey, they just beat Oklahoma. So hats off to the Wildcats. And then uh, the Texas Longhorns just about blew that one. A, a nice comeback, I guess, for them. You know, down 56 to 41 with like three minutes to go in the game. Ellinger brought the troops back, scored onside, scored two-point conversion. Another touchdown in overtime, 63-56. Texas wins that one. Um, but a little cause for concern there for the Longhorns. But, hey, let's look at those air raids from the SEC. We saw I mentioned uh, KJ Costello, uh, Mississippi State. Uh, KJ um, put on a show this weekend, 36 of 60, 623 yards and five touchdowns for the former Stanford quarterback. But what do you expect from Mike Leach? Um, that's exactly what you expect. The dude's just flinging around the place. We saw it with Gardner Minshew, Anthony Gordon at Washington State, and we're now seeing it with KJ Costello breaking the SEC single-game passing yards record against the defending champs in DBU. And LSU, so big time stuff there for Mississippi State, and then you know we kind of got left in the shadows, but he had a great performance uh, for the eleven o'clock Central game against Ole Miss. Kyle Trask, big time game for him, thirty of forty two, four hundred sixteen yards, six touchdowns. Uh, my boy Kyle Pitts caught three of those from Florida. Um, I like the powder blue unis from Ole Miss, but they were not enough to get the job done. Strong start there for the Gators. Um, so let's go to our biggest disappointments. If this was an NFL podcast, of course, we'd be talking about the Atlanta Falcons. Um, much needed changes there, but this is not an NFL podcast. So instead, we're going to talk about Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma, a team, obviously, like I mentioned, lots of hype coming in and out of the year. Um, lots of talent. Spencer Rattler, talented quarterback until this week, did not look very good, truthfully. Um, his stats might look okay, 30 of 41, 487 yards, four touchdowns. But then you throw in the three picks. Also, that pick at the very end of the game to seal the deal for the Wildcats. Um, you just got to be playing better if you're Oklahoma. Um, you got to be able to beat Kansas State and hold on to a 21-point lead. Um, that's unacceptable. Um, the Sooners um, need to turn things around if they want any hope at being in that college football playoff. So let's just go to some highlights for the week. 
Uh, Thursday night game, UAB versus South Alabama. Very, very good first start for redshirt freshman Bryson Lucero uh, for the UAB Blazers. He led the Blazers to that big win, 42-10 over South Alabama. Threw for 319 yards and two touchdowns. Really looked confident back there. It looks like he's going to be doing big things for the Blazers for the rest of the year. Um, Going to uh, Alabama and Missouri, Uh, Bama picked up a 38-19 win. Pretty impressive in the first half. Not looking so good in the second half, but... Nonetheless, Mac Jones, Jalen Waddle, Najee Harris, all showing out big time performances for them. Mac Jones, 18 to 24, 249 yards and two touchdowns, looks super comfortable back there. Najee Harris, almost 100 yards rushing on 17 carries, three touchdowns, and Waddle doing it all. Eight receptions, 134 yards, and two touchdowns. A tied offense looking really, really strong. Um, we saw a slow start for Georgia, down 7 5, weird score against Arkansas at half. Uh, but nonetheless, they had a really strong finish, 37-10 over the Razorbacks. Stetson Bennett came in in relief of Dewan Mathis, who had a very, very poor first quarter. Bennett finished with 211 yards and two touchdowns. So some good-looking stuff for the Bulldogs. And news from today, JT Daniels, the USC transfer, has been medically cleared to play, coming off that torn ACL uh, last year, uh, USC um So he is finally ready to go. Will he be the starter? Uh, We will see. Uh, We'll let you know if we hear anything about that. Um, Looking like a nice and confident Bo Nix there for the Auburn Tigers. Big win for them against Kentucky. Bo really was showing off his arm, something he didn't do great last year. And, you know, he's a dual-threat quarterback, can really make plays with his legs, but really showed that he's got some tremendous arm strength. Looked really comfortable there in that game. Threw for 233 yards, three touchdowns, solid game for Bo Nix. Speaking of dual threat quarterback, let's go down south to Miami. My boy De'Eric King from Houston. Uh, now at Miami, obviously the transfer, is having a, in, an incredible season. Uh, they blew out Florida State 52-10 in Saturday night's ABC primetime matchup. Um, De'Eric, you know, obviously known for his legs, but really making things happen with his arm. 267 yards and two touchdowns against Florida State. Miami's looking like a pretty strong team right now. Uh, we will have to keep tabs on them and see if they can continue this play throughout the year. We know where they'll definitely run into Clemson if they have to get in, if they have a chance to get in that playoff. So we'll see what happens there. Um, another guy who's been throwing the ball fantastically this year. I don't even know if fantastically is a word, but he's been doing it fantastically. Dylan Gabriel at UCF, 408 yards and four touchdowns against East Carolina. 51-28 win for the Knights. The Knights looking really strong right now, and Dylan Gabriel looking like he's going to have that quarterback spot the rest of the year. Probably regardless if Mackenzie Milton gets cleared to play. You know, he's been out for over a season and a half now with that leg injury. We're hoping he'll come back strong. Um, but right now it looks like this is Dylan Gabriel's team and his job. Um, let's go to our game of the week, Cincinnati and Army. Uh, nothing crazy here. You know, it's a pretty solid game all around. Cincinnati took care of business, winning 24-10. to um, been a little bit of a hiatus for BYU Cougars, but Zach Wilson picked up right where he left off against Navy a few weeks ago. He was 23 of 28, 392 yards, and two touchdowns. They crushed Troy, 48-7. So some impressive numbers there for Zach Wilson, um, really showing off his arm. You know, Obviously, we know he's got the uh, ability to run with his legs, but 392 yards and 23 passes, that's, that's, that's pretty good right there for Zach Wilson. Um, I'm going to you know, give him a little nickname here, uh, Louisiana Lafayette. We're going to call them Lucky Louisiana. And two nail-biters the last two weeks after upsetting Iowa State at their place in week one. 
barely got the job done. 20 to 18 win over Georgia Southern. Had to have a walk-off field goal to win that one. Uh, a little calls for concern for Billy Napier's Raging Cajuns. You know, obviously ranked number 19, but are they really that good? Um, we'll see, you know, later down the road. We know they're going to get tested probably with UAB. Um, and you never know what's going to happen in that Sunbelt Conference. Um, it is just time to tell for the Raging Cajuns. Um, the Pittsburgh Panthers, Pat Narduzzi has his guys up playing well, defeating Louisville 23-10. Uh, Kenny Pickett, the quarterback from Pitt, 23 of 38, 220 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, big, big win for Pitt. We also saw that fantastic turnover celebration, the interception uh, for Pitt, and then dude seemingly like runs over to the sideline with the ball. And someone on the sideline has a basketball goal. He's holding it up. Dude does a nice windmill. The entire team's over there jumping up and down. It's a pretty sweet celebration, I got to say. It might, might be better than the turnover chain at Miami. So just heads up there, Miami. I'm liking Pitt's celebration better than yours. And now the moment we've all been waiting for, ladies and gentlemen, the Bailey Zap update of the week. Uh, but I'm sorry to tell you it is just an average game for Bailey Zap. 37-58, only 406 yards and only five touchdowns. Really not... You know, playing up to his potential at Houston Baptist. A um, little bit of a disappointing game for him. Obviously, he's been throwing for like 600 yards the last couple of games. Um, but nonetheless, uh, you know, he played marginally well, I think, for another team. But for, you know, if you're Bailey Zapp, you got to be better, right? Um, they lost to Louisiana Tech 66 38. You know, like I said, hats off to uh, Houston Baptist. Only getting to play four games this year, playing all FBS teams, uh, you know, testing themselves. They're 0 3, obviously, but. You know, getting the job done and making sure they can play some games. So that's just some exciting stuff for them. Also, uh, the Pokes at Oklahoma State, the Cowboys back on track uh, with a 27-13 win over West Virginia this week. You know, a scary game against Tulsa last week, winning 16-7. to But Oklahoma State picks up a big conference win. It looks like they are headed in the right direction heading into week five. So let's go to my bold prediction of the week. I mentioned in the top talk about... All the upsets and close upsets. I mentioned Texas, almost falling to Texas Tech. Um, my bold prediction of the week is Texas head coach Tom Herman will not be returned to Austin following this season. Um, I feel that Texas is not back, as everyone's saying they are. Um, I think they're going to lose a bunch of games they shouldn't this year. And Tom Herman will no longer be at Texas following this season. So that's my bold prediction for the week. And finally, our fun at the end of every podcast, let's hit up our awards. Uh, usually, you know, we always have one player of the week. This week was just too hard. Um, obviously, KJ Costello from Mississippi State I already mentioned his stats: thirty-six of sixty, six hundred twenty-three yards and five touchdowns, and bringing down the defending champs in LSU. So, KJ Costello obviously taking home that one. But you got to add in there Kyle Trask when he throws six touchdowns in an opener with only twelve incompletions and over four hundred yards. That doesn't go unnoticed. So Kyle Trask, KJ Costello, congratulations, my dual players of the week for Week Four, um, and team of the week. You know, got to go with Kansas State here, a team that lost a really bad opener against Arkansas State. Doesn't lay down when they're down twenty-one. Comes back, wins a big one against Oklahoma. So congratulations to Kansas State. Um, big time win for them. Um, so that is week four in review of our Tailgate Talk podcast. Looking forward to next week and week five, and obviously all the weeks after. Really looking forward to you know getting all the guys back, the Big Ten, Pac-12, Mountain West, and Mac, yes, them too. It's just going to be good to have everyone back and playing. 
Um, so thank you guys for tuning in to this podcast. And also, I want to leave you guys with a question. Give me some feedback. Um, let me know if you wanted me to do a little bit of an intro music at the beginning of every podcast. I'm kind of debating to myself whether I want to or not. Uh, so, you know, DM us on Instagram at TalkTailgate. Uh, email me at TailgateTalkCFB at Yahoo.com. Uh, for those of you who know me, you've got my number. Let me know. Um, and if you want me to do some intro music, you know, let me know and leave some songs I could possibly do too. So try to have a little bit of fun with that. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week with the Week 5 podcast.